It's Potmelees. Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Mad Dogs podcast. Uh, we're super stoked to be doing this. Um, if you're listening, we appreciate it. If you're watching on the YouTube, we appreciate it. And you are going to hear some hot takes and even hotter arguments between us because we love to argue, and that's why we're starting this podcast. So um, I guess we should start with the introductions. Um, but before we do that, uh, if you're not, if you're listening and you're not following Twitter, we have a Twitter, uh, we have a YouTube. You can all uh, look those up on uh, at Mad Dogs Podcast. If you do that, you can find us on our YouTube, our Twitter, and Spotify. And we are super excited to be bringing you the best content uh, sports-wise on the internet. And no, that is not an overstatement because we're going to have some uh, great great content on here but uh we're starting today uh we got six of us here today we will be uh rotating you know if somebody can't make it we're gonna have a great cast of guys um we might even have seven you know it's a lot but i think it's the best uh type of podcast you get a lot of guys it's almost like a talk show if you like nfl sunday live on the morning then you're gonna love this one so uh i'm gonna start with my sexy voice i am wilkie that's what everybody's gonna call me on this podcast um and if you want to roast me on twitter uh, my teams are the Seattle Kraken, Pittsburgh Pirates, Houston Texans, and the uh, New York Knicks. So if you want to roast me on Twitter, if you see them doing bad, then you can roast me uh, with those teams. The next one we got is my brother. We're going to be calling him Avery or Ave. Uh, say hello, Avery. What's going on? Uh, ignore the Pirates logo on my hat. I'm not a Pirates fan. Uh, like that. My favorite teams are the Braves, the Clippers, the Saints, um, and folks. Not football, soccer, Arsenal. Those are a few of my favorite teams. So if y'all want to make fun of me for that, uh, it's not really going to make sense because Bird just won the World Series. So suck it. All right. So there's Avery. The next one we're going to have is Bond. That's what you're going to hear him called. Uh, say hello, Bond. Hey, Bond. Oh, fuck. Hey, I'm Bond. I'm an Astros, Rockets, and Texans fan, and a Mississippi State fan. You can talk all the shit you want. Astros are one of the best dynasties, and Rockets and Texans are tanking. Let's go. On on purpose. (laughs) On purpose. So there's Bond. The next one we're going to have is Hitch. That's what we're probably going to call him, I feel like. Uh, Clemson just picked the ball off. Big dubs there. Oh, pick six. We love that. Um, all right. Yeah. So say what's up, Hitch. Say hello to the community. Uh, I'm Hitch. Uh, big Phillies, Cowboys, and uh, OKC fan. Also like me some state. So I get roasted because I love Russell Westbrook. They call me a uh, bandwagon, <laughs> but uh, absolutely not true. All right. After Hitch, we got our buddy Pedigo. That's what we're going to call him. Or Pedro. Say hello, Pedro. Okay, uh, y'all can uh, y'all can call me Pedigo or Pedro. It don't really matter. So diabetic. I'm diabetic too. That's fine. Type <laughs> one, not type two. Uh, I'm also a Braves fan. So uh, the Astros finished second to us this year. If y'all weren't clear on that, uh, I pulled for Ole Miss. Uh, had a pretty good year this year. Not used to it. So. And then as far as basketball goals, I'm a Hawks fan, but I don't really keep up with it. But we're, get, we're getting better at it. And then football this year, I'm a Cowboys fan, but we're switching over to the Falcons next year. So There you go. Wait, what did, that, what did I just say? Stay yeah. loyal this to This is news to me. Loyal to the city. We got to go all Atlanta. God, <laughs> and you, after Pedigo, we like have – You look like an Atlanta fan. 
we have the Asian dragon, Avon. We're going to call him Avon. Avon, say hello. I'm the one and only sweet Asian dragon. Uh, avid, avid, avid on this fan. I uh, love to watch the baseball. Um, really on this podcast, get Dylan third up. So, uh, our hitch. So, we'll have some interesting conversations there. Pretty easy. Can't wait yeah, till the baseball easy. preview. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Looking, looking excited, looking forward to uh, having some heated debates. It's going to be heated. Is the, that is the great cast of the Mad Dogs podcast. We'll have a couple more guys on here uh, throughout uh, our time on here. We have a couple guys who just can't record all the time, but they will definitely make appearances. Uh, so I think everybody wants to get into it. Uh, you know, they don't Can like we introduce the other guest guys like JoJo? No, or no, we, we'll do that. We're going to let him do that when uh, he gets on. Yeah, yeah, when he gets on, okay. we'll do that. But, again, we appreciate y'all for listening or watching, whichever one you're doing. Uh, again, we have a YouTube, Twitter, and Spotify, so please go follow on all of those. So I think everybody doesn't care about the introductions as more as they do the meat of the podcast. So, uh, the first thing, I think the most pressing thing uh, that we're going to talk about in this podcast, uh, we're recording this on the 29th of December. Uh, y'all are listening to it on the 30th. And the college football playoff is upon us. And we have our four teams being Alabama, Cincinnati, Georgia, and Michigan. And the first thing I want to talk about is the first game, uh, Cincinnati and Alabama. And a lot of the, the spread right now is at 14. I think it's a high spread. Uh, but, you know, a lot of I think a lot of people have bet minus 14 Alabama. And my kind of first question is, is can Cincinnati beat Alabama? And if so, how did they have to do it? Because Alabama, we saw that maybe they weren't as good a team. And then they go out there and pound Georgia. Is Cincinnati prepared for a game like Alabama? Uh, I'll start off. The only chance since he has to win that game is they have to break Bryce Young's leg. <laughs> uh, no, but the best chance of keeping close. You're a hater, bro. Your best chance of keeping that game close is to have a low safety over top over uh, Jameis Jamison Williams. He had a lot of slip screens against Georgia that he just took off for. He's he's stupid fast. Uh, he averages 111 yards a game, which if they can't they can't stop that, they're not going to win the game. And uh, John Mechie's out, which is in Cincy's favor. Um, he tore his ACL against Georgia. And he was averaging 88 yards a game. Um, but Williams is probably going to see a lot more receptions, a lot more targets, as Mechie had 28 more receptions this year compared to Williams. So Williams is going to get a lot more targets. It's so, definitely going to come down to defense, for yeah, sure. So like, so yeah, so my sure. thing is, is – the Cincinnati secondary is pretty good. You know, they have Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant um, as corners. And Kobe Bryant and Sauce Gardner are both NFL talent, let's be honest. I mean, they're going to go both play in the NFL. Now, the thing that kind of scares me is I know Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's a good team. I think I – think uh, Notre with, Dame's always a pretender, though. Yeah, they're, oh, I mean, they're, they're, they're posers. They are, posers. But uh, – but again, like they go 11 and one, and I know they're not in a conference. That's their biggest flaw. And they go in 11 and one, and their only team they lost to is in the playoff. And I think Cincinnati deserves a little bit of respect. But again, this is a Nick Saban team. I don't team. think it's as lopsided as people think. Yeah. The, the, uh, I the, think it's going to be a skull fucking. I think Bama wins. <laughs> well, there, there's a bold statement. Y'all. 
If Cincinnati can control the time, keep their offense on the field, and keep Alabama the field, I think Cincinnati's got a real shot at beating Bama here. I mean, the problem Just is your offense off. Bryce Young won the freaking Heisman. This is a Heisman winner. Like, this is a guy who is monstrous all year. He, he makes big plays. He's got a good um, – he's got good weapons around him. And the problem is that Bryce Young doesn't even have to be good to win this game. Sophomore. Yeah. Sophomore, yeah. my bad. Sophomore. Well, I mean, he doesn't even have to be good in this game. Just give the ball to Brian Robinson 25 times. Can Cincinnati stop the run of Alabama? This game won't be close. See, Alabama never run the ball. That's crazy. Sounds. Um, you had to. You can a good running back all year. He's not the Alabama tier running back that it had in the past. Like, yeah, he's he's good. Um, but you can't let Bryce Young beat you. Yeah, that's this really uh ten touchdowns all year going up against the Heisman for T big factor. Um but it's not just for Alabama because since he does have a good pass defense, um, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make Alabama run the ball. It's crazy that it sounds. All that Cincy's being said, to... oh, you got uh, it. Go. All that being said, I do think Alabama wins this game. I'm just saying since he has a shot. Yeah, I don't think we can have to be able to be a man and man. I said it earlier this week on Twitter. You don't bet nah. against SEC. You definitely don't bet against Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. No. That's. I said that's the same thing about Sean Payton last night, right? Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Two nights ago. <laughs> hey, it wasn't betting against Sean Payton. It was betting against Ian Book. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it wasn't Sean Payton. Um, and another thing is, is that Sauce Gardner, um, is gonna he's gonna be the guy on Jameson Williams, and the good thing is, is um, I don't think that he, you know, has he's not had a, to be on a guy like Jameson Williams all year. I mean, there is not a guy for Notre Dame or East Carolina or Houston that is as good as Jameson Williams. I mean, Jameson right. Williams is probably sure. one of the top receivers in the the nation. And I don't think that I don't think that Gardner's been now I'm not saying that Gardner's gonna get torched the whole game because he might not. I mean, he might not cover him, but uh 50% of the snaps, but in those 50% that he's not on them, I think Williams cooks whoever else is on him. Right, this is a real face in the giant situation right here for Cincinnati. So maybe if they just pray before the night, you know. <laughs> I, yeah. And the thing is, is, I like Desmond Ritter. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. But again, he hasn't faced a defense like Alabama all year. He hasn't faced yeah. a team that is. They're going to have to be know, flawless. Cool. Yeah. And I, they're just going to, they're going to have to outscore Alabama. And can they do that? I don't think so. But I do think the spread of 14 is kind of interesting. So I'm going to segue from straight up winning to that 14-point spread. Do you think Cincinnati can keep it within 14? 100%. Absolutely not. I think 100%. until the fourth quarter. I think 100%. until the fourth quarter. I think so. Just – okay, so imagine Desmond Ritter goes out there. You know, he has a good first two quarters. Let's say that, you know, it's a – Let's just say like a 21 to 17 game at halftime. I know that's a lot of points, but whatever. Um, let's say Cincinnati gets the ball after the half. That would be the biggest drive of the game because imagine if Cincinnati goes out there, Desmond Ritter throws a pick. That's the end of the game right there because Alabama's going to go down and score. 
at that point. You can't play from behind it, against Alabama yeah. with that no. wrong guy. Because so Bama, Bama's going to score points no matter what. Can Cincy yeah, score points against uh, Bama? I think the first quarter is what's going to really, like, stand out. Kind of get Alabama on their heels or they're going to be like, oh, shit, we're fucked. Offensively, what does Cincinnati have to do to play with Bama? What do y'all think? Everything. Turnovers uh, cannot happen. It's got to be a perfect game for Cincinnati. It's got to be a perfect game for Cincinnati. They can't have any three, three and outs. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be Yeah, I think they got to kill some time. They're going to have to kill some time. They're going to have three and outs, though. I mean, it's Bama. Yeah, they, I mean, they, it's going to happen. You so. can't punt the ball and give Bama good possession. At least play field position if you have to, you know, if yeah. you can't. They do go Desmond, for it on fourth down some. It's like 14 for got, 16 on fourth down. Yeah, for fourth down. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Like, you can't. Shorts, but, like, fourth and shorts or, like, just fourth – down in general. Well, okay, so if you're on right. the other side of the fifty and it's fourth it, and three, yeah, you, you and gotta, you're down you a field go goal, you you yeah. go for you got to at least try to get a field goal at that. Point. Or is it Lane Kiffin type stuff? That go? No, like, no, 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 Lane, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> Lane Kiffin, no, no. You saw you saw I, what that happened. If Cincinnati's as analytical as Ole Miss is, this game's going to be bad for them. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, I think it's safe to say, though, Desmond Ritter is a top 10 quarterback in the nation. I don't know if y'all watched a bunch of Desmond Ritter this year. The dude is electric. Um, he does uh, – I mean, he throws the ball well. He can scramble outside the pocket. But, I mean, with Stetson Bidett, we saw that Alabama can do a great job of kind of containing guys like that. I mean, you saw it with Matt Corral. Well, you saw so it with, they're all athletic. Yeah. If you give Saban one whole month to prepare for any team – in college football, Nick Saban is going to be prepared a hundred out of a hundred times. The only, the only difference that I've seen is going out there and playing Clemson and Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson was an absolute animal in college. I mean, he could do anything. And Desmond Ritter's not as good as Deshaun Watson. I'm not even going to say that, but I mean. No. I mean, he could be. He could go out there. And <laughs> no. I no. doubt Absolutely it. Absolutely not. I doubt yeah. it. Oh, Stale the massage parlors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati has got to be near perfect. I think it's... Cincinnati's got to be near perfect to stay within 14. If you start yeah. comparing pros and cons for Cincinnati, the cons list is going to be 10 times larger than the pros in this situation for them. I don't know. No, I, I think say, Alabama's offense is like so streaky. Like one game they might just I, match up perfect. One game, I mean, like against yeah, Auburn, they, yeah, that's like so, against that's, Auburn, they looked like dog crap until the last forty-eight seconds of that game. Yeah, I mean, you got a good point because the next thing I was going to say is that I think Cincinnati matches up better with Alabama than any other team in the playoff, just because yeah, their they don't offense have track record of playing each other. They don't know yeah, what their schemes yeah. are going to be. And Desmond Ritter can be that guy to kind of. Uh, kind of, you know, improvise and get outside the pocket and run a little bit. I mean, I know you got to worry about Will Anderson, uh, you know, because if he spies on them, I mean, Will Anderson's going to run him down, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, I mean, this this is a game where Cincinnati has to be near flawless, I think, to stay within 14. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of pe- – a lot of people have hammered the minus 14, I've seen. Um, but I'm going to be honest, I think Cincinnati plays well enough to keep it within 14. Um, but – I think late at the end, it's it's Alabama. I think Alabama runs away with it. So, um, I mean, I think it's Alabama by a lot. I think it's by more than 14. So, <laughs> okay, so with the Cincinnati-Alabama uh, game out of the way, uh, we have one of the – I think one of the better matchups of 
not only the postseason, but the whole season. Uh, these are two defenses that absolutely want to kill whatever offense they play, and that is Michigan and Georgia. I think this is one of the, the most interesting matchups that I can remember in a college football playoff semifinal, and I really wish it would be one that we were getting in the national championship. But these are two teams that do not allow many points. They don't allow a lot of yards. They have each their own um, playmakers on either side. These are the, these guys are just – this is going to be an interesting matchup because kind of what I want to do is I know – I don't know whose offense is better, and I really don't know whose defense is better. But which of these two teams' defenses has to play better in order for their team to win? Because is it Georgia's defense that has to step up? Or does Michigan have to rely on their defense a little bit more? Yeah, I so think, I think Georgia's defense. Just don't take the over. Oh no, man! Michigan State is crazy. I don't know. It's Michigan's crazy. defense held Ohio State to 13 points in the first three quarters. McNamara has been looking insane recently. Georgia gave up 41 to Bama. It's on Haskins uh, is good too. And Bama, Bama was the first team in the top 15 that Georgia's played all season. And I think Georgia, I think Georgia's defense was kind of frauds. I think Georgia in general were kind of frauds. They haven't really played. I mean, the East was really weak this year in the East SEC. Had a crazy sport. week. And I don't think I don't think Georgia can compete with Michigan in a shootout. I think they got to step. I up. don't. I agree with yeah. that. I um, I actually had Michigan's defense having more to prove in this game. But I mean, sitting here thinking about it, I mean. You look at who Georgia's played and then who's Michigan's played. I mean, there's not that much of a difference in strength of schedule. I mean, the East is really weak this year. I don't consider Bama's offense just crazy. I mean, who's Georgia's best win this year outside of – I mean, you got Clemson and then maybe Kentucky. It's maybe Clemson. Kentucky. It's not close, bro. It's Clemson. Yeah. It's Georgia's it's for best sure win. Clemson. And Clemson's I mean, still not that good. I mean, exactly. Kentucky not playing in the New at, Six Bowl, though. Point. And Clemson's playing right now against Iowa State. Iowa State. Yeah. yeah. So you got to consider Kentucky their best win. Do you think that Stetson Bennett can win this game for the Georgia Bulldogs? Because I am not. (laughs) I think he could. I think he could. I just shot. No shot. I think they. If they can get up early and he can just be a game manager, confidence. Confidence. Georgia has two big turnovers. You you have two big takeaways. Two best edge rushers in college football. You have Aiden Hutchinson and you have David Ojabo. Those guys are elite. Both yeah, NFL players, you will see them on Sunday. I mean, do, and I mean, Georgia did. Do, all right, so Will Anderson, obviously the best defensive player on Alabama, right? Alabama did, or uh, Georgia did do a good job of limiting um, Will Anderson, but they wasn't two guys coming after their quarterback's throat, right? I mean, you got Ojabo on one side and you got Hutchinson on the other. Which one are you going to double team, and which other one are you going to get is going to get to the quarterback? Because they are. I mean, you're not blocking those guys. They're good one on one. They're better than anybody they face. And I'm on assuming the they're going to double team Hutchison, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I for mean, sure. he's better. Yeah. I think Ojabo is just as good. I love Hutchinson, I but know. I think Ojabo is an absolute beast. I wouldn't say on, just as good, but it might be close. On the other yeah. side, you have a Georgia secondary that just got torched by Alabama and Bryce Young. Oh, the Heisman and, winner. You're also not yeah, playing Bryce Young this yeah. game, though. But luckily, Saban knows Kirby like nobody else. Yeah. So luckily for um, Georgia, they're not covering 
Jameson Williams. They're not covering John Mechie. They're not covering Slade Bolden. They're not covering those guys. Now, I do think that Michigan has a better running back than Georgia does. Oh, yeah. um, they, got two be- they got two better running backs. Yeah. Those guys, backs, those guys back. are really, yeah. really good. Both of those guys are really, really good. Um, and K. McNamara, if he goes out there and he plays like he did against Ohio State, you know, take what's there, don't try to force it, then they're going to be just fine. I think, you know, Michigan – I really think that Michigan's in a better spot to win this game. These I think games, it's a turnover uh, battle. These games like yeah. this always get to me because I have a feeling this one's going to be more of a blowout than the Cincinnati-Alabama game, and I don't know why. I don't no. think so. No, I disagree. So it's going to be an all-defensive game. Yeah. Best case scenario, it's going to be straight defense. Does anybody know the over/under in this game? No. I'm hammering the under. No matter what. Take the under. I don't care if it's It's, three points. You take the under. It's a (laughs) warm weather game. (laughs) This is in Miami, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. This is in Miami. I mean, Michigan. Michigan put up crazy numbers in the snow against Ohio State. Yeah, true. I mean, that's a good point. Now, I think. I think this might go over. Let's be honest. Ohio State's defense. What's the over? Over under. I can look. It's, uh, I'm looking right or I'm trying to look. What is it, Avery? 45 and a half. You take the no, under. No shot. Oh, that's the You take under. the under. So, I, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's like, like a 24 20 game. 21 you know? 20 or yeah. 21 17 yeah, game. Something that, like, like that. That's not a high scoring game at it's, all. No. This could mean, be the one. This could be the one that's a blowout. Like, you know, this could be the one where Michigan goes out there and gets. You know, scores on offense and then a quick turnover by Stetson Bennett, and quickly it's 14 nothing. And then you're like, well, what the heck? Michigan's going to just be on cruise control the rest of the game. Because, dude, Michigan, it, I, I think they'll be just fine limiting Stetson Bennett. You know, they, um, is George Pickens playing in this game, the uh, wide receiver for Georgia? I mean, if he is, I mean, I don't think it's because I'm pretty sure Michigan did a good job covering um, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, Jigba, like, those wide receivers are better than anybody Georgia's got. Yeah. Georgia has relied on their defense the whole year, and I don't think their offense is anything elite. I think that I, mean, I think that Georgia's that's their job. Well, exactly because they force a lot what? of. Talent. I mean, it, I mean, we could say one defense is better than other. Other, I mean, you could have two big plays in one game, and that would be the difference in the game. Yeah, you know, just one blown so, coverage or something. So kind of, you don't know. So, kind of one thing you look at is the two games that were the biggest for both teams, right? I think for Michigan, we can all agree that it was Michigan-Ohio State. And for Georgia, it was Georgia-Alabama. Which defense played better in a primetime, big-time game? It was obviously Michigan Michigan. played a lot better. Yeah. Now, I don't think that has anything to do with um, talent on either side. I don't think – I mean, Georgia might have just had a bad game. They haven't had a bad game all year, and then they go out there and they just play the – best team in the country or the second best team in the country yeah so no see i I don't this isn't a good matchup for michigan's offense though because michigan's a run heavy offense yeah all year 15 touchdowns all year passing touchdowns the rest of all on the ground and they're not out of their day line that's what that's what their davis is built around yeah so it's michigan runs for 224 rushing yards a game and georgia allows 80 82 Eight have allowed three rushing touchdowns all all year. I think it's safe to say that this game is going to be decided in the trenches. Yeah, absolutely. Whichever one can get the push. For sure. And, you know, a a lot of people say Jordan Davis. Uh, I think Jordan Davis is a little bit overrated. 
Um, he's too. not he's not on a level with Hutchinson. He's not not on a level with uh, Will Anderson. Dibido. He's not even on. A, yeah, Ojabo take, is better. Take so many um, plays off. Yeah, and take so many plays it, off. If it's Hassan Haskins, right? That's the running back from Michigan's name. Yeah. Is that the right? Okay. Hassan Haskins went out there and Ohio, again, Ohio State defense is not as good as Georgia's, but he ran the ball down their throat. Michigan's O-line is going to have, if they get the jump on offense, uh, I think Hassan Haskins is going to have a great day. I don't think Hassan Haskins has more than 120, but it's what he does in the middle of the field uh, in between the 30s. That if he breaks off a couple eight yard runs, that's that's big for Michigan because yeah. the le- the less they have to rely on McNamara's arm, the better Michigan's going to be. On the other side for Georgia, Stetson Bennett has got to be a lot better than what he was against Alabama because he, I'm not saying he looks scared, but he was not he was not as good as we've seen all year. Um, so he's, is this he's not going to have time no. to go through progressions? I think he's going to have one to of be his better quick, games. short passes. I think quick, he's short passes. one of better games against Alabama. Almost no, 300, kinda, um, 340 passing yards, three touchdowns, and, of course, the two picks. That's by yeah, far garbage, his best game well, all year. Yeah, that, I'm sure yeah, there was garbage okay, time yeah. yards in that. Yeah, yeah there is, but still. No, that's, that's still a better stat than I thought he had. I thought yeah, he had, that, like, that was that But game. still, though, against Bama's defense, they don't let up for nobody. You know what I mean? Setson's a sophomore, correct? No, Setson's a senior. Oh. It's kind of pointing out the obvious here, okay. but I mean, if that Alabama game goes differently for Georgia, I, I don't even think we're having really a discussion on whose defense is better or who's going to win right. this game. Well, see, that's the thing, but, though. Georgia only allowed like 110 rushing yards to Alabama. They got to- yeah. Bryce Young torched them in the air. Yeah. Well, that's the, this is not, the best quarterback exactly. in college football. That's exactly. his ability to stretch the pocket. Too. So I don't, I don't think Michigan can do the same. Michigan cannot beat Georgia through the air. McNamara, they're going to have to rely yeah, on the run, and it's, it's not going to happen. You have to put that into account. you got a Heisman winning quarterback on the other exactly. side of that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying dog. Georgia's defense isn't good. They're they're really, really good, but I think they were kind of spoiled with the SEC East this year. Playing oh, okay. played. Um, yeah. Well, let's, who who let's got second in the East this year? Well, let's uh, – Was it Kentucky, Kentucky or Tennessee? Yeah, Kentucky. Okay, well, let's Probably look Kentucky, at these. Yeah. Well, let's look at these teams because Kentucky is run heavy, right? They have Chris Rodriguez. Um, Florida, they love – I mean, that's Dan Mullen's team. What, they, what does he run? He loves option offenses. I mean, I'm not even going to mention South Carolina Vanderbilt. Uh, Tennessee's a little pass heavy. Um, and I think uh, Hooker had a good game – had an okay game against Georgia. He was just being sacked every other play. Uh, when did uh, Tennessee and uh, Georgia play? Was it later? Tomorrow, in ain't it? Yeah. No, what? Tennessee. Wait, no, 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 no. I thought you were talking uh, about the ball guy. Mid-year. 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 mid Georgia. Uh, Georgia. Michigan's favored think, by no Georgia's favored by seven and a half points. Okay, I'm yeah. taking Michigan plus seven. Oh, one and one hundred percent. Yeah, I like the three and a half point spread. I maybe s- top. I, s- I still think Michigan can win this game. I do oh, too. 100%, I, yeah. 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 yeah, talking about Georgia. Georgia, wait, Georgia's favored be, by how much? Seven, seven and a half, right? Seven and a half. That's yes. ridiculous. That's way too high. So That's way spread, too high. spread not involved here. Who are y'all taking? Michigan. I think Michigan, Michigan wins all right. I, 
I mean, I think it's up to say. CJ Stroud got what third, fourth in the Heisman. Yeah. I don't. I don't. They absolutely I think, shut him down. I don't think Stetson Bennett can beat Michigan's defense. That's. that's I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hundred percent. I think, I think Michigan's going to come better. down to play call and being able to get rid yeah. of the ball quick. If he can get rid of the ball before the pass rushers, I don't think those pass rushers. How how good are they in the run game? Uh, they're pretty dominant. I mean, they just because uh, I mean, just, like it could be one of those there. situations where they're just hunting the quarterback, and then you got. So see, it's hard though because because Stetson can explain can expand the the play with his legs. Yeah, he can. He, he can, can run. Yeah, you know? he can. He's see, not a. I think that some that's people kind of forget that he can move a little bit. Um, so uh, I'm taking Michigan plus seven and a half. Uh, yeah. Avery, what about you? <laughs> I I honestly think we're gonna see a repeat of the Georgia Clemson game. It's gonna be really low scoring and it's gonna be close kind of the whole way through. Mm. I. I just think Georgia overall has a better defense, uh, but I don't think it's it's going to be by seven and a half. I'm just going I'm taking Georgia outright. Hey, okay. Um, Bonds, who are you taking in this one? Yeah, I'm going to Michigan. I'm, I think Michigan's going to win, but they're at least going to cover for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bond, Michigan plus seven and a half. Avon. Uh, Mich- Michigan plus seven and a half. All right, got to go. But, uh, hammering the under though. Don't, okay. No yeah. Hun- there. Again, sure. again, if you're not here, the over under is 45 and a half. So 45 and a half. Yeah. I like the over on that. Okay. Like no. the no. over. That is a low. No. That is a low under. It is. That's low. a very low. That's, that's a low. low. But I mean, I mean, I think, that's different. We all agree it's, it's, it's going to be a low scoring game. So it's just it's going to be straight defense. A late touchdown is going to break someone's heart. All right. So we're going to move on from that semifinal game. We're going to move to the New Year's Six Bowl. Um, I want to start with one of my favorites uh, from the New Year's Six. It is the Rose Bowl between Utah and Ohio State. Utah dominated Mm -hmm. Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. Wasn't close. They beat them twice in three weeks. And what was it? Six? No, it was like 75 to six. Something so stupid. Um, We're not going to dive too much into depth. Um, I think Utah's defense is really good. Um, I think they have a top 20. If I remember correctly, I think they're a top 20 defense. Uh, I think Ohio State's going to come out. They're going to be kind of uh, not mad, more of upset that they're not in the playoff. And I think Utah is going to win this game. Um, yeah, I, I, think Ohio State, I think Ohio State wins as well. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. Uh, Ohio State only lost a close game to Oregon. It was their second game of the year. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State just lost a close game or somewhat close game to number two Michigan. That and they was the fourth. Also, fourth can I say something Heisman about that Ohio State Oregon game? That was at the beginning of the year. And Ohio State's a different yeah. team. I mean, that game Oregon, went to overtime, did it not? Or, uh, no, I think Oregon kind of dominated early, but it ended up being a little. Oh, that's close. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was still, uh, I think, one touchdown game. I'm going Ohio State in this game. I think mm-hmm. the conversation always gets brought up after one of these teams like this gets put out of the playoffs late in the year, which team's going to show up. But I think Ohio State's going to take care of business. I think they'll beat Utah. I, I agree with Pettigo here. Utah, I don't think you, I know Utah's beat Oregon and Oregon beat Ohio State. Ohio State's got number one college offense in the nation. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking uh, 551 yards a game, like averaging, like. That's hard to beat. I don't think Utah can keep up with them. Just don't think they have it. I think Utah was just a good matchup against Oregon. I Absolutely. mean, that's how I yeah. think it is. Utah that's just had their number. Absolutely. I'm taking I don't know, man. I think, all day long. I don't know, man. I just think these Utah Utes, man, I've liked them all. I've liked them. Uh, 
And picking, I think their defense is good. I think their defense should not be overlooked. So picking games like this, I kind of look at it as like, all right, so Ohio State, you know, they had a shot. If they beat Utah, they're in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. All right. Maybe in Michigan. You got to look at it as if like what what if we were talking about this game, but it was a playoff game? Who are you taking? Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State. They've been there, done that. I don't know. I don't know. They had the experience. It's a good Utah team. You, I mean, don't you got to look at Ohio State's two losses, though. They're, like Landon said, they, they're a different team at the beginning of the year when they lost to Oregon. And then their only other loss is to Michigan, which you look at it now, Michigan's in the playoff. I think Ohio State, they found their footing this year. They're really good. I, I just don't see Utah beating them. I think Ohio State's going to take this one. I'm the only so, Utah taker. So everyone, okay. yeah, everyone besides yeah. Wilkie's right. going to Ohio State. That's Wilkie's got the hot take of the week. I, yeah, I like it. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't get by Utah right here. All right, moving on. The next one is the Peach Bowl between Michigan State and Pittsburgh. But the big stories about this one: Pickett is not playing for Pittsburgh. Kenneth Walker is not playing for Michigan State. The over was really high. I think that me and Bond talked about it. Um, the over. So I do like the under in this game, but. I know that uh, I know Michigan State is not going to have to face Kenny Pickett, but their pass defense is dead last in the country. They are atrocious defending the pass. I like Pittsburgh in this one still. I'm going to go uh, Michigan State. I think they're just a little more talented um, without Kenneth Walker compared to Pitt without uh, Pickett. It's going to be a very ugly game. I think it's going to be very low scoring. Uh, hammer, yeah, hammer the under. I'm going yeah. Michigan State as well. Uh, I think it's going to be bigger uh, Pittsburgh losing uh, their quarterback, and it will be. God, Michigan dude, State I just don't know who's going to cover Jordan. I agree with Bond on this one. Mm-hmm. You, can win a, you can win a football game with a backup running back. It's harder to prepare your backup quarterback to win a football this, game. This one, it's it's, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Um, the backup, backup quarterback for Pitt's on the ball 14 times all year. I know. I listen. I know they're playing against a, a, a crappy pass defense. Send the fourteen ball fourteen times all year. Like you, can, he can't step into a game and be competitive. I you don't know, know man. He's going to be throwing the wide open I mean, receivers. He could. They can't cover I mean, he could just be different, Evan. I don't know. I, I, I get. You know. He could. He could just be different. Yeah, I don't know. I like Pittsburgh in this one. Avery, I think you're the only one who hadn't set a team. I, I think mainly due to the fact that both of them without two of their big starters, it's going to be an ugly game, and it's going to take both the teams a while to find their footing throughout the game. I think it'll mainly be mainly be a second-half type of game. That's when both teams will come out, have their bearings straight, but I'm going to have to go with Michigan State, and I think they'll cover the spread. The spread is two-and-a-half, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going with Michigan State. Unfortunately, so everyone, but I'm the only one everyone, doing Pittsburgh. God dang it. I just, I just saw Loki's just taking a hot takes tonight. Jordan Atkins is going to be open the whole game. Guys. <laughs> who's going to throw him the ball? Guy, but it, who's who's going to throw him the ball? It's a matter, it's a matter <laughs> if he can make the throws. It's He's a, a college quarterback. You're going to trust somebody that's college quarterback. team passes in college football? That, but, I mean, you got to look at some of passes. What were his 14 passes like? Like, what's the stats for that? Do you know that? 12 for 14, no touchdowns. Like the 80 ball. yards. He can throw the ball. I mean, that right. sounds like Tom Brady I mean, to me. Unless Pittsburgh's <laughs> got a fucking quarterback <laughs> like Ohio State did in 2016. That's a good take. Hey, Tom Brady's a better quarterback than Dak is. 
I just anyways, we're gonna get to that by the way. Don't even I'll get me wait. started. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. All right. Either one of them. Uh, I'm Tony we'll, run, Romo. we'll run through these last two games pretty quick and then we'll move on to the NFL. The Fiesta Bowl is the next one between Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. I really want to like Oklahoma State, but with Notre Dame hiring Marcus Freeman, uh that's his name, right? That gets the name right. Yep. Um yep. he's no, he's rallying the troops. <laughs> he's rallying the <laughs> troops. He's gonna have a huge impact in this game. And he's kind of got something to prove. Is he coaching? Do we know? I'm not sure. If he's I coaching, think. I like Notre Dame. So I don't, like, uh, I don't know why. I'm never betting for Notre Dame. I'm going with this country and Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma State, hammer it. Hammer it. All right. Yeah, I'm going Oklahoma State, too. I can't trust Oklahoma anybody State. that has a start. God dang uh, it, dude. Nah, I, I don't know why. I'm, I'm going Oklahoma State just purely based off of the loss that they took to Baylor. They're going to go out there. And, yeah. Notre yeah, Dame is notorious. They, they're going out there with something to live. They produced the best wide receiver to ever live. They have something to prove. Uh, and that's Brian. That's Oklahoma State yard away from possibly being in the college football playoffs. And Notre Dame yeah. is a new coach. I just – I and think – They play I like Marcus Freeman, bro. I like Marcus Freeman. I, I got Oklahoma I, State. I think Notre Dame has something to prove here. Thank you, Avon. They're going to go out there. They're going to play their asses off. They're going to beat Oklahoma State and show Brian Kelly what the fuck he's missing out on. Yeah. Marcus Freeman, they're no. keeping all his recruits. They like they like this guy. They're going to play for this guy. They like Marcus Freeman. No. All right, Notre Dame. All right. Yes. Yes. No. Moving on. Moving on. Notre Dame's chances in this game is faker than Manti girlfriend. Will Brian Kelly going to go out there and win that game? Non-existent. Absolutely not. All right. All right. Last one is the Sugar Bowl. Is that? Okay. Sugar Bowl. Baylor and Ole Miss. I like Ole Miss in this game. Uh, Ole Miss going to torch Baylor's defense. Baylor's defense isn't that bad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, dude, Matt Corral, he's playing, and that's all you really need to hear. I got Ole Miss. I don't even care what the spread is. They're covering. They're winning by 15. I, I disagree. I wish I could keep I up with teams outside of the SEC a little better because I really don't know how good Baylor is. Like, I know they're good. But I don't time I watched Baylor, really they looked dominant on defense. Offense, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember much, but I do remember saying their defense just being elite. Like, they look pretty dang good. Who? Baylor. Baylor's defense looked pretty dang good. I, I think watch, it'll I don't, be pretty evenly matched, honestly. I'm going to go Baylor. Go um, pop Baylor not, and get out of the freaking background. <laughs> I'm going with Baylor. It's not a surprise Matt Corral is playing as he realizes this will be his uh, last game ever starting. Might be his last game of football, football ever. Yeah, nice. um, I'm taking Baylor and 2023 cut cut list. The spread is one and a half. Yeah, um, they got it pretty damn close. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think if Matt Corral performs, I think they can win. When um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking I, at the I think okay. caliber of the Ole Miss has played this year, though. So, um, I'm gonna give a biased and unbiased to pick for this game. So, uh, biased, I'm going Ole Miss, unbiased, I'm going Ole Miss. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep, yeah. I like it. Better go. I agree. Uh, I think Ole Miss I'm just because I'm looking at the teams they played. Any ranked team that they played, you, you played Alabama, obviously, you're gonna get beat. You played Tennessee, which was, I mean. You beat Texas A&M by 10. And I mean, that's really the only other ranked teams that they played. And I mean, I, 
I see Baylor winning this one. Awesome. There you go. I, I like Baylor's I defense. I think Baylor's defense is the difference maker. I, that's look, not me being a Mississippi State fan. That's everyone just everyone write being it down honest. and make sure they know I'm a Mississippi All State right, fan. What game Matt Corral is a dog. He's going to go out there, and even if he doesn't have to throw the ball, he's going to run the ball, and he's going to give it to Jerry Neely. He's going to give it to Snoop Connor. He's going to give it to whoever the heck else. Henry Parrish, right? He plays. He's going to give it to all three of those guys, and he's going to run the ball, and they're going to beat Baylor. So I don't I have a question, though. I got what, a question, what though. What's the odds Lane Kiffin screws us up coaching? Pretty high. I mean, if you but go for it on fourth yeah, down every time you have a – yeah. Are we going to see, are we gonna see a fourth and five going, going for it yes. on your own 26-yard Absolutely. line? Are we going to see yes, that? Yes, for sure. Okay, it's just a, it, just, I it's think just coaching a matter of alone Baylor's. might lose this game. That's just, no. It's just a matter of Baylor capitalizing on that. Who's the best offense Baylor's played? Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah. Which they held Oklahoma to 14 points. Let's remember that. See what I'm saying? Their defense is good. Oh, yeah, hold up. Shh, shh. The thing I'm that matters is, is Caleb Williams is not Matt Corral. Caleb Williams is not Matt Corral. He's not no Matt Corral. So. The only thing um, I can think of when I think of this game is the year Ole Miss played TCU in the Peach Bowl, and they absolutely obliterated us. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I remember I'm still that game. Taking, uh, it, this, this is going to be a complete tempo game. If Ole Miss goes out and score in the first drive, they're winning the game. But if they go three and out in the first drive, they're they're done. Yeah. Gonna no, I'm not going to say that. I think you mean four and out. I think at first yeah, half, if Ole Miss can be up by a touchdown it. or more, I think it's Ole Miss's game. Yeah. I do. All right, so we're going to end the college football talk there. Um, we're going to move on to the NFL. Um, so, all right, moving on from the college football to professional football, uh, we're going to talk about some teams who clinched already, and I have the uh, standings up. I'll pull them up a little bit. Um, and I'm just going to run through them real quick, and then we'll talk about the teams who are hot and the teams who are not. Uh, first off, in the NFC, the NFC is ugly. Uh, the Packers are in first. Uh, obviously, I think we all knew that. They've clinched the playoff spot. They clinched their division. Uh, Cowboys, Cowboys. I think, I think with a win, the Packers will stay in first. They'll, they'll be the number one seed. Um the next one is the Cowboys. They are 11 and four. Uh, they have clinched their division, right? I think that was right. Yes, we clinched. Right. Okay. Uh, the next in third place are the Rams at 11 and four. They've clinched the playoffs. I don't think they've, let me check actually. They, no, yeah, they have not clinched their division. They just clinched playoffs. The fourth spot is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they are 11 and four, and they, uh, have clinched their division. Yeah. All right, so the next one's uh, on. Uh, so the website I'm looking at has the bubble and who's in the hunt. This hunt is kind of ugly. It's I'm gonna nasty. be I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all. Uh, so the teams they have right now in the five spot: Arizona Cardinals, ten and five. We'll get to them a little bit later. And then in the hunt at six, seven, and uh, six and seven right now, they have the 49ers at eight and seven, which isn't that bad. But then one that gets me is the Philadelphia Eagles are eight and seven, and they're in the seventh <laughs> spot. They got the last seat in the. They don't uh, feel like they've won that many. They don't. No, and we'll get to them a little bit later uh, on another segment. We're going to do so. That is the playoff picture in the NFC. Some teams that are, are <laughs> rising and falling who actually are in the hunt and they have a spot. They have a shot depending on how Philly does. The Vikings at seven and eight. 
y'all y'all gonna love these next two. They're gonna beat the Packers so, this week, so they're the gonna be Atlanta ahead. Falcons at seven and eight, and the <laughs> New Orleans Saints at seven and eight. Those are really, really top heavy. Really top yeah. heavy. Yeah. In the AFC, <laughs> the one seed at eleven and four clinch their division. Um, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. They are eleven and four. And then it's kind of nobody else is really clinched. So you have the AFC South. You have the Titans, who are currently holding that division at 10 and 5. And the AFC North is the Cincinnati Bengals, who should win that division. Uh, but they do have a matchup with the Chiefs this week. Uh, the Bengals are 9 and 6. And then first in the AFC East is the Buffalo Bills. They are 9 and 6. And they, they could lose that real quick it. to the Patriots. Yeah, they can, but they do not play uh, New England again. They don't. Um, no. But they split, so, though, right? Yes, but they play the Falcons this week, and I think if they win this week, they um, – well, I don't know. They're both 9-6. and six. Yeah, they got an even record. Yeah, so the same second, record. in the AFC South, in second place is the Colts, who are hot. We'll get to them in a minute. Uh, they are 9-6. and six. At 6, the Patriots, they are 9-6. and six. And At 7 is the Miami Dolphins. They are 8-7. and seven. Um, So that one's fun. And then on the verge, uh, we have the Chargers at 8-7. and seven. We have the Raiders at 8-7. and seven. We have the Ravens at 8-7. and seven. We have the Steelers at seven, seven and one, and then we have the Browns at seven and eight, and the Broncos at seven and eight. So you have all of those teams who can all still make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They still need uh, a lot to go right for them. Uh, Probably won't happen. uh, Let's be honest, because there's some teams that are hot and some teams that are not. Um, So I want to get to the teams that are hot at the right time. I have a couple that I'm going to bring up, and uh, y'all can just add. Uh, The first one. My phone. Got my phone. Okay. Uh, the first one that I have on hot at the right time is the Indianapolis Colts. The yeah. Indianapolis Colts had a terrible start to this year. And Jonathan Taylor said, I'm that guy. And he has ran with the entire Indianapolis Colts offense on his back. And the Colts are in a good spot. They can win the AFC South. Uh, we know Derrick Henry is supposed to be back. Uh, but I think, I think the Colts have a chance – and winning this division, they are one game back. Uh, I want to know what y'all think about the Colts because I know that they have a dude in the backfield, but the only problem with this team, I think we can all agree, is that freaking quarterback. Yes, Hitch. Okay, so how many – it was, what, two and a half maybe weeks ago that you were saying who was trash in our fantasy okay. message? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I want everybody on the record. I'm going to say it where everybody can hear me right now. I want to hear it. I had last pick in the uh, fantasy football draft this year in our fantasy football league. I passed on Jonathan Taylor. Okay, so there's step one. I took Nick Chubb. Two, about three, about week four, Jonathan Taylor had to score 21 points against me in fantasy to beat me. He put up a 37 spot. Uh. At that point in time, I said, I will not worry about Jonathan Taylor scoring more than 20 points in a game, fantasy-wise, the rest of the year. Even knowing who their quarterback is. I was dead wrong. Jonathan Taylor's an absolute monster, and I he, he deserves every ounce of respect that I didn't give him. Arguably the best running back in the league. He, no is, right, he is right now healthy, the best running back in the league. A lot better than Derrick Henry, 100%. Colts play the Raiders this week, Evan. Colts play the Raiders. Wait till week 18. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait till week 18. I do think the Carson Colts. Wentz 
isn't playing this week. It don't yeah, matter. It's it's it Sammy Ellinger season. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. I even did give you him just, the ball. Did you just say don't get ahead of ourselves? Best running back in the league over Derrick Henry. No, I said that. <laughs> Wait till we get <laughs> to you. Yeah, that was me. Wait till are, we are you get okay? <laughs> it averages one and a half yards to carry and breaks off like a 50 yarder, and then everybody's like, Holy grail, freaking Derrick Henry. No, he is not the best. I think most people are just intimidated. He, he's, no, he's no DeMarco Murray. I'll just say, oh, that. I mean, stop. He's, 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 he's no Mark Ingram. Uh, don't speak to Mark Ingram. Ezekiel I think we can all agree that the Colts are going to be in the playoffs. I think that they're yeah. too good. Like, they're just on fire right now. If they do lose this week, no, they won't win their division. Um, but this is kind of setting up to be where you're going to have to rely on Carson Wentz on the road to beat a team in the playoffs. And I don't know if y'all agree, but I don't think Carson Wentz is good enough to yeah. do that. I, I agree I think, with that. I think, think the Colts will win. Foles when you need them. I think the Colts will win the wild card game but I don't think they'll make it past the second round just based off yeah, Carson Wentz. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Where's Nick Foles when you need Unless them? they're playing right. the Titans or the Bengals, they might be closer. Yeah. yeah. So um, the next team I want to talk about in the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs. This was a team that we kind, I think, as a whole group, as a media, um, kind of wrote off when they were – I mean, they were – Eight games, eight wins in a row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've won eight games First in a row. They were three games, and four. They- Looked horrible. Yeah, they were three and four, and they've uh, ran off eight straight. Um, now, this is not a result, surprisingly, of the offense. This is the defense that has stepped up to play. They got dogs in the middle of the field. They got dogs in the trenches, and they got dogs in the secondary. The, the Chiefs are good. The Chiefs are good. Um, they're my favorite to win the AFC, as uh, cliche as that sounds. I think they're hot at the right time. They're going to get a Super Bowl this year. No question. Yeah, this is this is the also only one that's going to give them a run for their money. Is the Colts. This is Patriots. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think the Patriots have a shot. I think they have a good pass defense. Oh. I agree with you on that one. I mean, if we're all being honest with ourselves, the whole Chiefs talk and them not being good was probably just something to talk about when it was out. I mean, we knew the Chiefs. No, they were looked good. horrible. They looked horrible. But, but we knew uh, what they, they had. Sure we knew yeah. what they had. We knew yeah. what they could do. Yeah. This Everybody knew Mahomes would figure it out. Yeah. The great, yeah, he's really a young thing. quarterback. Like it's, it really changed around yeah. for him once Jackson Mahomes stopped making TikTok videos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what exactly. I just said. Exactly. The the scary thing about the Chiefs, I think, is that their offense isn't clicking. <laughs> so how good are they when they do click? How good is Patrick Mahomes Amazing. when he's feeling good? Amazing. Um, Unstoppable. <laughs> Tell Diddy to get out of there. Get out of the room. Michael, Um, come on. (laughs) This is a – this is a – I mean, the Chiefs are the hottest team, I think, in football uh, with eight straight. They were three and four, and now they're 11 and four. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been great, um, but you've had big performances from Kelsey, Tyreek. And then on the defense, you've had Chris Jones. You've had Tyron Matthew. um, You've had everybody on that defense step up, and I think the Chiefs are really good. I think they're scary. Don't think that's a team you want to play early in the playoffs. Or at all in the playoffs. Edward the other day. Do what? Y'all see that hit from Edward Edward Solaire the other day? No. Like on the four yard line. Y'all uh-uh. see that? Uh-uh. I saw the one from Jorge Solaire in the World Series. He, <laughs> yeah, I sure did. He, that ball still hadn't landed. He obliterated someone's entire generation. In one did he really? Hey, I hate that I didn't see that. You need to look um, it up. 
Dang, Every I was time trying to hit you for a minute. Um, the next team is in the NFC, <laughs> and Hitch is, Hitch is ready to talk about this one. The Dallas Cowboys are on fire. We're running the Super their Bowl. De- their defense is <laughs> outstanding, um, and this is also a team where I don't think the offense has really clicked yet. How good can uh, it Dallas? Like, it clicks this Sunday. I mean, it's really, it's really crazy how good the Cowboys actually are when they have a healthy quarterback. I don't think it's, I don't think it's offense. That's the problem. I think it's defense. I think it's your defense. I'm not going to say problem because our offense, obviously, I saw what they could do first. What six weeks, seven weeks? Mm -hmm. Well, before Dak's injury, we were rolling. He came back. He kind of. I think he was still hurt, but he looked yeah. healthy. He looked healthy throwing on the run. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all saw that about his back leg. Like, you saw him compensating and selling balls all the time. I think that was a big uh, misunderstanding right there. Yeah, the Cowboys. I think he was scared Cooper Rush up, was still a spot. I love Cooper Rush to death. Yeah. But uh, – um. I think it's a team that, again, is going to be really scary when the offense figures it out. They have a really good running back, Zeke. They have a fantastic wide receiver core. They have a fantastic wide receiver core with CD, Michael Gallup, and Amari, with Dalton Schultz being really good as a tight end. Um, And, of course, Dak Prescott, Mississippi State made, must be said. Um, But uh, the only thing that I'm scared uh, about holding them back uh, is if this defense doesn't keep up the play, um, if the offense doesn't play good, is this team kind of chalked? Um, I don't think without good and healthy the defense has been. I don't think that's a ca- that's the case. I mean, you have defensive rookie of the year, easy. You have a candidate for defensive player of the year in Diggs. I mean, we Randy Gregory. Get two, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, and Mark and Parsons. Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence have been that's, incredible. This is just, scary. That losing good. streak came from our defense. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys yeah. – we finally got Randy Gregory, D-Law, and Micah Parsons on the same field. Good. Uh, obviously with Trevon. Well, look, dude, wrong. I mean, this – Anthony Brown's up. been playing his tail off. Jordan Lewis is stepping up. Anthony Brown's stepping up. Can we please up. say – I mean, let's talk about the Chiefs-Cowboys game for a minute. I know it was a little while ago, but that was a 19-9 game. That's a defensive game from two teams that you expect offense from. And well, yeah, like you I hold said, it. Dak wasn't that. Dak okay. wasn't that. How, how good do he you feel healthy. as a team? How good do you feel as a team? Well, maybe you don't feel good at all for how good the Chiefs defense is playing. But how good should you feel as a team if you hold the Chiefs to 19 points? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, did we have Michael Gallup back at that point? Uh, yeah. Gallup did not play that game, I don't think. So that was an untel- That's huge. I mean, I, mean yeah. I, I still believe in my heart that he's our best wide receiver. I love CD and Amari to death. He's the first still my guy. Play? That's the guy. That's Dez yeah. Jr. I think the same is, conversation. Go ahead, Mark. I think Dallas's biggest kryptonite for the playoffs is going to be their very own Mike McCarthy. I think he has too many dense brain moments <laughs> where he just has brain parts <laughs> and doesn't know what the hell yeah. is going on. I, That's what uh, I'll be scared That of. might hurt them coming down the line. Mm-hmm. I will say though he has gotten a lot better second half of the season with his uh, yeah decision making. Well, you got that. Kellen Moore on the offensive side; he's been really good too. I'm a big um, all right, so the right last now. the last hot team I want to talk about is kind of one. Um, I don't want to talk about the Packers because I mean, let's be I mean they're 
whatever. Getting, I mean, it's Packers. Healthy, man. Yeah, the exactly. Packers are going to so, be the team to beat in the NFC. I, think it's more, I mean, I, I love the Cowboys. They're the, NF, yeah. they're the favorites in the NFC. I don't care what nobody says. Um, I don't want to talk Rogers about the Rams watch, either. Hurrah. Yeah, true. No, he's um, staying in, he's staying I'm in gonna, Green Bay. I'm going to talk about a team who was kind of scared everybody. Um, I'm going to talk about this team, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Now, they've won back-to-back, I think. Yeah, they've won back-to-back. And the reason I'm calling them hot is because when they – it was a change in a quarter. The fourth quarter of that Buccaneers-Bills game kind of set the stage for how the Bills should be playing football. Um, they were down big. I think they were down 27-10, and they came back, tied it, and pushed that game to overtime. They didn't end up losing. Next week, they have a really good win. I'm trying to remember who it was. I can't remember who they played. Uh, and then they go out and they beat the Patriots after a horrible performance a couple of weeks ago. They uh, come and beat the Patriots at home. I think this team found their footing. I think Josh Allen's going to be a threat. I think that um, nobody's really covering Stephon Diggs right now. I know he doesn't have the receptions and yards he did last year, but he's still really good with Isaiah McKenzie and Gabriel Davis and Emmanuel Sanders. Our this day, team's scary. Water saver. Day. Is Kobe Beasley still out? Kobe Beasley is still out. How long is Everyone he out for? Changer. I don't – I think he's out this week. I think um, – Kobe is a third-down specialist coming Root. from Dallas Cowboys yeah. 101. He, yeah. That's what he knows how to do. Yeah. This Bills team can be scared. You go to Cole Beasley. Uh, are y'all watching this Oklahoma-Oregon game? Yeah, they just had a big run. Yeah. It's just shit show. <laughs> uh, Oregon, um, uh, Oregon just threw a pick. BT does. Hey, we I'm love that. Hate to ruin it for love you. That. We love that. Anyways – um, yeah, I, think I do love team. that because I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, I'm like Bills, 20 seconds the Bills behind you. Go <laughs> with the Bills. The Bills playing the Falcons this week. They should win this game. Easy dub. Um, Easy dub. And I'm trying to think who they played the last week. I can't really remember. Jets. I got the Jets. Uh, so Jets. They should. They should win the next yeah. two. They, they should, should win. Go, the, pa- the Patriots. Patriots have Jags then at Dolphins. I think all oh, easily okay. with the Jags. So the yeah, Dolphins, Dolphins games. Tough. Yeah, that, that'll be yeah. a good game. I do um, think Patriots are a uh, dark horse out of the AFC. Yeah, I do too. I like the I Patriots. Too. I think they're dark since, horse. Since we're on that subject, Jones. I mean, we might as well bring up the Dolphins too. I mean, seven I, games you know, in a row. Yeah, I, I, I no, agree. we're not bringing up the Dolphins. So they're pretenders. So, but, so what I would okay. So before pretenders. before we talk about them, the thing I was going to bring up, the only thing I was going to bring up about the Dolphins right now is how they play the next two weeks. I think that. You know they have had an easy schedule, but it's hard to win seven straight in the NFL, regardless of who you play. I don't, I don't uh, care. Have you seen those te- seven teams? Have you? Yeah, seen those I seven have. Teams? They're bottom That's wrong. That like bottom don't team. call them dark horses. No. Yeah, that's yeah. They're, they're, not. Their next two games are the Titans and Pats. I think they lose. Both. I think yeah, they lose. Yeah, they're losing I think they lose both. both. They've already beat New England once this year, but you can say it's yeah. a, it's it's Mac, it's uh um, Mac Jones. Mac Jones' I mean, first game. If yeah, we're going to yeah, talk whatever. about hot teams, you got to bring up the Dolphins, no matter yeah. who. You do. Play. They've I mean, won seven, seven games in a row. I, I do row. agree. That's a that's yeah. a tough piece, tough beat it's to weird. ask for. But no, I don't. I don't agree. Yeah. With if the that. Lions can win a football game in the NFL, any team in the NFL can win a football game. So Lions are not right, as bad so, as the record says. They've been within one score, yeah. one play, yeah, yeah. Uh, like five times. I like this Dan year, Campbell. Though. I like they're good, but not good enough, is what you're saying. I mean, yeah, they're just they're like Nebraska. They're in Nebraska. Yeah, exactly. Nebraska, golf guy. Yeah. Ever. All right. Like, so we're going to move on to the coldest teams. And 
my kind of criteria for the coldest teams is obviously the Jags are cold. Obviously, those teams are cold. Um, I want to do playoff teams who have a chance at the playoff. And the number one I think everyone's going to look at is the Arizona Cardinals. But this is nothing new with them. I mean, they did it last year. This is the same thing that happened last year. Um, I think they're a first-round bounce. Uh, I, I, you know, the Rams are going to win that division. They are not playing well. And it would be the matchup, do you know? As I a, do if not, seeding um, failed the way it did right now, so what would the they would play, matchup be? They would play on the road in Tampa Bay if the season – Yeah, they're done. And they're they done. Lose Their season's one. already done. Yep. If, if the Rams win that division, they're done. Uh, the Rams are like HGH needs to be taller. I mean, if the Rams, yeah. if you got if Dylan Hitchcock back there playing quarterback, I mean, you just upgrade it, Bond. Yeah, give me a gift. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, nice. well, S- running, send, me, send me your Venmo. <laughs> I guess we're anyway. going to keep going. All right. So, um, what was I about to say? Okay. The Cardinals, uh, if the Rams win this week, then they, clinch the division I believe they've already clinched playoffs but if they win this weekend they play the Ravens we'll get to the Ravens in a second um I think if the Rams win this weekend uh they'll win their division and then you know yeah the Cardinals either got to play the three seed which would be the Rams uh or they'll play the Bucks. so you take your pick you you pick your poison there who you taking uh Cowboys or Cardinals this weekend Cowboys Um, Cowboys. I like the Cowboys I like the Cowboys Cowboys are elite, baby. Yeah, Cowboys elite. Are hot. <clears throat> Cowboys I mean, don't are get hot. me wrong. Kyler Murray is a good quarterback and all, but yeah, I think he should have just like stuck him. with. He should have stuck with baseball. You can't say five what five. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I don't you know how fucking tall he is. They say he's but five I mean, eight. He's not five eight. If he's he six foot head, one, man. he's a really good no. quarterback in the no. NFL. He's but probably he's probably like not. five ten. He's he five eight with cleats on. He can't say over his center. Exactly. Oh, like, with cleats on, it's like five, six and a half. Yeah, it is. It's me at quarterback. Find Tyree Kill and throw it to him. <laughs> Kyler Murray's kind of just throwing it like that to everybody. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, the next, the next game, the next team is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I know injuries. I get it, but this is not a playoff ready team. I don't think. Um, no, no shot. Mark at the beginning Andrews of the year, free Andrews. Amen. Amen. Uh, we'll start a hashtag. That's what we'll do. Um, this is not a team that's ready for the playoffs. Um, let's see. I'm going to check. Mark I think maybe is also a fellow type one diabetic. Just throwing that Okay. So, yeah, the Ravens, they play the Rams this week. <laughs> type They'll two. Lose. He's and, not a type um, two pedigree. Type one's playing the NFL. <laughs> well, if he's a type one, I'm glad to be a type one. <laughs> hey, uh, there you go. Yeah. Um. The Ravens just got hot at the wrong th- time. They had injuries at the wrong time. Um, you know, I, I feel bad because, you know, they were supposed to be pretty good, and now they're not. So, I hate it for them, but it is what it is. And Saying the Ravens that, though, are kind of – I think Brett Huntley, Huntley is pretty dang good. I like yeah, Brett Huntley a lot. Tyler Huntley is, needs or is it, to be – Oh, is it Tyler? Yeah. Tyler Huntley needs to be on somewhere as maybe a yeah. borderline starter. Panthers, yeah. Panthers need one. I see him as like Bell a Tyler Taylor, like somebody you're trying to rebuild around, and that's mm-hmm. competent. Panthers, Steelers, you know, somebody like that. I think he'll do okay in Denver. 
I'm I agree. talking about. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's basically Teddy Bridgewater yeah. part two, though. Talking uh, yeah. about coldest teams and with more potential. more potential, might need a quarterback Teddy. in the next couple of years. I'm gonna bring up the Browns because they've looked awful the past mm, few weeks. Yeah, the Browns have yeah. not looked good. Browns. And Baker like, Mayfield's they, a problem there. They're in Baker, the wild. Baker's got to go. Hey, Baker's got to go. Yeah. Baker's got to go somewhere else. He is going to be fighting for a job. He's got to go cook. No way. Baker Mayfield right now is calling Johnny Menzel, asking him what how the what what he needs to do. Like that's that's (laughs) what's going on. Um, Yeah, the Browns is actually going to be the next one. Y'all see what Odell's Uh, doing right now? Like, yeah, that's what Baker could have been doing the whole time, man. Yeah, Yeah. it's Baker Mayfield. They have two fantastic. They have three fantastic running backs. I need Darius Johnson to start somewhere because that dude's a monster. Uh, they have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is your one and two. Um, and and they, can, they have Jarvis Landry. They have uh, Hooper and David Njoku. They have two good tight ends. And they're other all good, that, yeah. Yeah, other than that, I mean, their defense is fantastic. Really good defense. Yeah, you got to find them a quarterback. Yep. Um, um, the last one was going to be the Vikings. Um, they just – they, Yeah, they – just got they bit the bullet a little. I think two or three weeks ago, we knew they weren't going to be a playoff team. But hot yeah, go ahead. Of the week, hot take of the week, they beat the yeah. Packers again this Sunday. I I would love to hope you're right. What do they um, play at? What do they play? It's in Minnesota. <laughs> they play they in beat Minnesota. Them. Yeah, they play in Minnesota. Right. They beat them. I'm telling you. Three weeks ago, Dalvin three Cook's weeks back ago, this Washington week. had the seven seed at six and six. They're now six and nine. Listen. Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, Thielen, and Osborne—that's a killer. So at the uh, at at what point do you say Kirk Cousins isn't the guy? He doesn't take enough long shots. Uh, So so I was listening. Honestly, so I was reading something somewhere that said why this would be a little bit better. Why don't you do a Baker Kirk Cousins trade, and you kind of have two fits. No. Yeah, because look, look, hey, let, don't, let me, let me don't put let me explain. Kirk Cousins in the same breath as Baker Mayfield. No, let me no. explain. Baker Mayfield likes to take deep shots, and I don't think yep. he's really got a receiver that's going to go up and get a ball. If you got a guy like Justin Jefferson, he's going to go up and make plays, right? I mean, the dude's an absolute. No, I, d- I disagree with you. I disagree On the Kirk Cousins side, he likes to drop, you know, he likes to take safe passes. And what do the Browns you know, do best? He loves they the dump ball off to too. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Right. But he um, loves to hand the ball off because he's got Dalvin Cook, <coughs> who's yeah, but top he's gonna have running Nick back when healthy. Well, I, yeah. I, I, mean, I disagree. I disagree. I don't know. I don't Baker know. Mayfield is a big misstep. If they do her, that. Her cousins is not a franchise quarterback. He's a transition quarterback. No, he's, he's not. Go, no, he's not. He's a he's franchise get in quarterback for a no, team. He's not. I don't like I don't like Kirk Cousins. I'm kinda of with Avon on this one. Yeah. I think Kirk Cousins like Kirk is too cousins. safe. He's um, gonna he's gonna get, get he's gonna do a good job. He's gonna be safe. He's gonna he's gonna do what he can needs to do. Can y'all tell me who their number one he's quarterback not going is? Super Bowl. Can y'all tell me who their number one cornerback is? Who? Who's Sam Dantzler. Oh no, I was number one quarterback. Yeah, Cam Dantzler is Minnesota. Yeah. That's their, Which is their number not, one cornerback. You think you're going to win games with Cam? I Mississippi State guy, don't get me wrong. Do you think you're going to win games <laughs> with Cam as your freaking number one cornerback? No, you're not. You're not. Huh? They give you're up not. 35 points a game. You can't. He's in the Tony Romo 2013 <laughs> system, 2014 system. That's what he's in. Uh, if you give him right, a top 10 defense. <laughs> All right, we're going to end the NFL talk there. Um, we'll go into more like MVP talk maybe next week, next time when we record. Um, 
So I want to jump into the NBA real quick. This is kind of uh, – this is going to be more me and Hitch probably, uh, guys who watch a little bit more NBA. Uh, sorry about the guys who don't. Hitch and whoever else wants to jump in, we're going to go a little rapid fire, and we're going to go buy or sell. Um, we're going to talk about teams who are hot and teams who are not. Uh, same thing we did with the NFL. Uh, in the NBA, teams who are hot right now, we're going to talk about the Utah Jazz. They've won 10 of 12, good wins. Um, one of those losses, they did give up a 12-point lead late in the game to the Spurs, but this team is good. Rudy Gobert Spurs is good. Dangerous. Is good. Spurs are dangerous. Um, what do you think about the Jazz? Do you buy or sell? Uh, I'll, sorry, Rachel's staring at me all weird. Uh, I, I like Donovan Mitchell a lot, Jordan Clarkson, Gobert. I mean, they, they got the recipe to win. Yeah. They really should. I'm um, buying. Buying. Avery says buy. Buying. I'm, I'm buying Utah. I'm buying Utah. I like Utah. Yeah, I bet on them a couple times they hit. So there's my thing. <laughs> Next one is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hold up about Cleveland. They are good. Won seven of their last eight. Uh, they lost last night, I think. So it would be seven of their last nine. But they have the league best against the spread record. They have not covered the spread six times this year. They played over 30 games. They've covered the spread uh, so they have not come to spread six times. Yeah. Sure. Um, okay. Are you buying or selling? Selling? I think they're still young. I I was going to say the same thing. I like Garland. Colin Sexton and yeah. both Garland. Garland. Evan Mobley. They're all young. I think they're a playoff team. Uh, but I don't I think, think they're they a seven, eight seed. Probably. I, agree. Um, I got one more uh, for the hot teams. We're going to talk about the Miami Heat. They've won seven of their last nine with wins over Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Chicago. Um, they, uh, I mean, Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, when Duncan Robinson's hot, he's really good. Um, I think this team can make the playoffs. I think they can make a uh, splash. Um, what do you think? Um, I think both of or the Heat, when they're healthy. Yeah, is... Jimmy Butler's not even playing, yeah. by the way. So exactly. That, He's not playing tonight, but when they're healthy, they are dangerous. Their defense is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I believe in their offense, too. I like how Duncan Robinson stays at three-point line because that's what he does best. Yeah, he does. And they bite, on that, they bite on that three-pointer, and he might drive in for a dunk two or three times right. a game. So, I mean. Yeah, it, they, they got mean, a good dangerous. little. Yeah. You saw that last Jimmy year. Bolt. Yeah, Jimmy so Butler gets healthy. They are dangerous. They're a fun team to watch. And they're very right, so team, heavy team. Uh, yeah, teams very. who are not – Avery said bye. Is that what you said, Avery? Yeah, also I'm buying the Cavaliers as well uh, oh. due to the fact of Kevin Love accepting his role as a bench player, and he's been more so as a mentor for most of those young guys there. Yeah, I, so that, that's actually a good I'm, point. It's not a, not a hard buy for the Cavs, but – like this penny stocks, yeah. I'm put. I'm putting money in. Kevin Love has actually been really good off the bench. I like him off the bench. All right, teams who are not hot. Uh, let's start with the most pressing ones: the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, sell, as, selling them. Avery's selling them. Avery, don't oh, sell them. They're hurt. Why you, They're hurt. Why are you selling them, Avery? I'm selling them. They have too many players on that roster for each of them to make a contribution to the team. You can't have a team with that many big names and expect to do well. You have to. Spread out that talent elsewhere. Uh, Russell Westbrook, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Hitch, but that team is just not a good fit for him, and they need to find a place where he fits better. It's I just, think it's he, a coaching problem. A lot of people have uh, 
A lot of people like, have uh, blamed it on Russell Westbrook. I think it's a coaching problem. He shouldn't be sitting in the corner shooting threes. Yeah. We can all agree that that's not his yeah. strong strong yeah. suit. I don't watch yeah, basketball, I think, and I know that I, think, I know Russell, yeah. Russell Westbrook needs the ball. Dude, gotta get to run the baskets. Gotta yeah. get to the basket. I, all right, I, so I think, his driving dish game is elite. You can't deny yeah. that. I think LeBron wants to LeBron's be. LeBron's been playing outstanding. It's not his fault. It's not. No. It's no, no. Listen, it's not Russell Westbrook's fault. It's the fact that they're wanting to give it to LeBron. Did you say Russell able. Westbrook? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you said that. <laughs> I'm looking at hit your screen right now. <laughs> it's the fact that they won't. Westbrook should be dishing it to LeBron. I will say he's a better shooter than Russell Westbrook. If LeBron think... could learn to take the backseat 25 to 30% of the game and let Westbrook do his thing and get him open shots, LeBron would be averaging 35 a game. It's, it's yeah. not a Russell Westbrook problem. It's the fact that LeBron wants to run through him, even though it would be better if they ran through Westbrook, just because the quickness and the athleticism. Yeah. Um, yeah I think jumping Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso, players like that are perfect examples as to why the Lakers don't need that many big-name players on one team, just because you're not giving – a big name, though. Yeah, yeah but I, look, what, I mean – but I'm saying is you. I'm saying you you trade Lonzo to the Pelicans and then you trade Alex Caruso to the Bulls and look at them now. They're playing at a caliber, whereas where they should be playing compared to when they played for the Lakers because they, they know they're wrong. They weren't. Yeah, they, they, they were and they weren't getting enough. They weren't getting enough minutes, and there the ball wasn't being played out. In my opinion, how it should be played because. When you're when you're starting LeBron James at the one most games, that, that's just not a good fit. See, yeah, that don't work gotta, for Russell Westbrook. That it just don't exactly. work. Yeah. Sure, um, no, Russell Westbrook, I mean. his game is the driving dish, and then if they bite on the dish, he's gonna lay it up. Yeah. All right, we'll you know move on saying? from the Lakers because I know uh, I'm I'm gonna sell them right now. I know they're hurt, but I don't want them right now. Their stocks too. I think low. there's a coaching um, problem. It might be a coaching problem, but remember Vogel's out. I think he's been out the last three games, but it is what it is. Oh, the next one is kind of an, a, a shocking one, especially out of the, after their playoff run last year. The Atlanta Hawks have lost eight of their last ten, including one uh, to my new – actually, two to my New York Knicks uh, in that span. Um, the Hawks don't look good. It's been – Clint Capella has not played much. I think I remember seeing that. Uh, it's kind of been John Collins and Trey Young and then everybody else. So, are you buying or selling the Hawks right now? I'm still buying. Um, I'm selling. Doesn't Trey Young have in, on the COVID reserve list right now or virus reserve list? I'm not, still buying. No, I, I think he's Bog, back. I know Bogdanovich went on it. Like They're so deep. I mean, if they get half of them guys back to South, I'm buying. I'm buying too. Um, I think when Trey Young's healthy and he's he hadn't shot well lately, when he gets back in his groove, the Hawks will be fine. They'll score a lot of points. Now the only problem is they do give up a lot of points. Um. But you can always bet on the Hawks to uh, outscore. Bogdanovich is out too, by the way. Yeah. So if Bogdan- yeah. with Bogdanovich out, like, yes, yeah. I a, agree. That's a no, big. That's a big guy to have out there shooting threes. You know, I'm buying Atlanta right from, now. Uh, I'm, buying, I'm buying Atlanta, but very, very little. Well, they're very cheap right seen, now. Uh, they're cheap. Don't go off of them right now being hurt. 
That's Cam all. Reddish is kind of coming into his own right now, too. So yeah. Cam Reddish has played really well, I will say. All right, the last one is I want to talk about this team for a couple seconds just because Damian Lillard chose to stay here. This is a team that he said he was going to be with. He wanted to be here. They have lost nine of 11. Blazers look bad, and they are not playing well. So, I'm selling them. I'm selling get them. Get out of here. Dave, get out of there. Dave, yeah. get, Amy, out, of get out of there. Please. You and getting out of there. You and yeah. McCollum. Um, yeah, it's not. not, you know, not McCollum's an MVP candidate. McCollum is an MVP candidate if he's number one. And I don't think the problem is them, too. I, I just, like Hid said with the Lakers, there's a problem with the coaching, there's a problem with the front office. It's not a good. I mean, it's just. I don't know why Dame chose okay. to stay there. There's so many other teams where he'd be a perfect fit. I just. I'm selling. Like the Hornets. There's, yeah, the Hornets. I feel like he could fit. Or the Magic the or somebody like that. Or the yeah, the Magic. I just think. I don't know, man. I just. I think it's time for both of them to get out of Portland. I think it's rebuild mode for Portland. That's they've what shown, I firmly believe. I, They've shown time and time again that they they could get to the playoffs, but they can't do anything with the opportunity that they earned. They yeah, just I agree. Uh, res- You've res- seen Melo's potential with the Lakers compared to Portland, by the way. You um, here recently respect the loyalty, but uh, there's got to be yeah. a point where yeah, you draw the some line. Point. Yeah, some dude, so, something's got to give. With dude's not team. happy in Portland. Let's be honest. All right, so now we're gonna finish up with our. Um, three, uh, we're going to do our dog segment of the week. Um, I like to do this one just because, you know, we are the Mad Dogs podcast. We like underdogs. We like super dogs. We like dogs and this podcast. And I'm going to start with the, uh, un- uh, actually, I'm going to start with the underdog of the week. I know probably on the thing, it says super dog of the week first. I'm going to start with underdog of the week. Um, this is a team. If you're listening or watching, this is a team who is not favored in a game. Uh, betting-wise, and we think are going to cover or outright win. Y'all are going to hate me for this one, um, but I believe in Dan Campbell. My underdog of the week, real quick, Detroit Lions plus seven in Seattle. I like Detroit in this game. I think they win outright. Uh, Seattle lost uh, to the Bears last week. I think the Lions, uh, they're playing actually pretty good football. Um, I like them in this game. Bond? Uh, I got the Steelers. Um, they're playing the Browns plus three. I think they'll cover. I think they'll win. And I also have uh, LSU versus Kansas State. LSU, uh, they have Kansas State favored. I don't know why. Um, yeah. LSU has had a bad year, but I think they'll cover and win. All right. Avery, you got an under, or underdog of the week? I do. I actually have two. Um, I have the Clippers. I think they are 17 and 17 on the season currently with playing the Celtics tonight. Then they have the Raptors on Friday and on Saturday, they have the Nets, which they'll be playing basically a completely healthy Nets team. I have them. And then I also have, believe it or not, the Lions. Um, The Lions play the Seahawks this week. And if I'm not mistaken, the spread is like three and a half. So those are my two. Um, Hitch, who you got this week, underdog of the week? I like the Bengals on the Chiefs. Hey, I like yeah. – I saw that one. Yeah. I thought about that one. That was, yeah. uh, Avin, who you I, got? I, I like the Bengals on the Chiefs. I do. Jo- Joey B's right, playing some playing hot football right now. Yeah. Jo- Joey B's playing hot. You know, he just – They just – Ravens get done shit-talking him. 
You know, he's playing with the chip on his shoulder right now. You saw what he was like that. Maybe they need to go ahead and give him his gold jacket. So maybe. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> go, who you like, underdog of the week? Uh, I actually went with the Falcons. Now CBS Sports has their spread at fourteen and a half, and that I yep, just feel like that's really here. big. Uh, really yep. big spread for the NFL. I mean, they're they're a playoff contender right now. I know it's not yep. going to happen, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's NFL. Fourteen and a half points seemed uh, a little too big to me. They fit yeah, too Falcons much. Win that game. No, I think probably cover that game. No, cover spread. They won't win it yeah. outright. Oh, well, not well that's not what, what this is. No, underdog is cover the spread. I thought it was covering and winning. No. Is that an Astros fan no, talking because... to me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. All right. Uh, oh, luckily, talking about week. MLB right now. Super dog of the week. This is a team uh, that will cover the spread. Um, they are favored in this game. And Hitch is going to like mine. I like the Dallas Cowboys minus five and a half against Cardinals. I think they win by 10. Uh, this is a team that, again, is hot. Defense looks good. I think they keep rolling. Uh, I Avery, got the, go ahead. Or Bond, go ahead. I got the Cowboys. Um, they're spreads five and a half. I think they're going to absolutely skull fuck the Cardinals. It should be like <laughs> 12 and a half. Yep. I agree. Avery, go ahead. I am actually, believe it or not, I'm going with the Saints this week. Uh, they are favored by seven. And they also play the Panthers. So at home. at home. Yeah, I like that one. In the dome. I like that one. In the dome. All right, Hitch. So I'm got? going Panthers. I'm going Saints. As much as I hate to say it, I'm going NFC East, but it's not the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It is going to be the Eagles at three and a half. It's a good one. Washington like just one. went off of a horrible game. A cliff. Yeah. They've had two horrible games in a row, and I think they're going to stay horrible. I'm going Eagles. All right, David, who you got? I'm going Colts. Colts. I think they're going to stay <laughs> okay. hot. Jonathan Taylor's just going to do his thing. Now they got a backup this week, but I think Colts are going to go in there and take care of business. Right. I like that pick. Pedigo, who you got? I'm actually going to go to college football real quick and pick okay. the Tennessee Volunteers against Purdue covering the six point spread. I like it. I like it. All right. Last one. We're going to do this real quick. Um, uh, I'm going to, it is the dog of the week, the performance of the week. You think somebody is uh, underrated. You think somebody who doesn't get enough love, um, who had a monster performance this week. I'm going to go ahead and start. I'm going to still probably bonds. Um, actually, I think I know who he went with. Um, I am going with Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead had 149 yards, two tutties against the Chargers. Rex Burkhead deserves some love. I love you, Rex Burkhead. Big, big fan of him. I like him. He's my dog of the week. Bob, I'm gonna go, go with uh, I'm gonna go with Davis Mills. I've been slowly getting aboard Mills Mafia. I'm fully aboard now. Uh, he had 254 yards with two tutties. I love Tyrod Taylor. But I didn't think he was our franchise quarterback. I'm um, fully aboard with Davis Mills. He's our future. Uh, I actually looked at his stats the other day, and they don't look awful. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he, he hasn't been the, bad. He has the third most yards compared to all rookies this season. Yeah, I mean, and he's not first a Mac Jones and second's Trevor Lawrence. He's played four fewer games than them. I think I can there hop on the Mills train. Mills, I'm train. on the Mills Mafia. Avery, who yeah. you got for dog of the week? My dog of the week. I might be still in the Avens. I don't know. But going with Joey B. Had uh, 525 <laughs> passing yards last week with four tutties. Monster performance from him. Really glad. Uh, Really upset I didn't start him in fantasy last week, but I also had him lost the game last week, so it's okay. And it wouldn't have mattered anyways. Lost by over 100. 
<laughs> All right, Hitch, who you got? Dog of the week. Michael Gallup. Okay. I, it's time It's time for him to really be like, all right, I need that paycheck. I and I, I, I see him going off for 100-plus this week. Hey, Evan, who you got? I'll go, I would say Joey B. I'll say T. Higgins. T. Higgins had he a really had big a game. Monster yeah. game. He did. Yeah. You know, he's a right. – Wide receiver two right there really showed out this past week. All right, Pedigo, who you got? Who you have? Uh, I'm actually going to go with TJ Edwards, linebacker for the Eagle. Uh, he had six solo tackles last week against the Giants, 10 assists, 16 all. Uh, and the Eagles won 34 to 10. He was all over the field. So, all over Eagle, the field. An Eagle? I mean, kill yourself. It's one player. It's not the whole Eagles team, although the Eagles all did win 34 right. to 10. All right, so we're going to wrap it up there. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. We appreciate you guys listening or watching, whichever you did. Uh, this, uh, we'll try to record again on Sunday after NFL Week 17, uh, the NBA slates this weekend, and uh, college football playoff on Sunday. Uh, hopefully, we'll preview um, kind of Monday Night Football, the college football championship, and kind of what's uh, happening for NBA. We'll talk about MVP for NFL. We'll talk about the dunk contest and all-stars for uh, – NBA should be a lot of fun. We appreciate you guys uh, joining in um, and listening. Uh, and this is episode one. It's the start of a journey. We're excited to be doing it. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna send it off, guys. Y'all say bye, and we will see you guys in the next episode of the Mad Dogs Podcast. See y'all later. Bye. Peace.